So it's always been a mystery to me. It's always been this this thing that's in my head that I've thought about a lot. Well, not really a lot, but enough that I, I'd like to bring it up on the intro to our one of our, our episodes here. And it has to do with, or not has to do with, it is, what what do you think the reason is that people jaywalk? Um, like, do you think it's a, do you think it's a, like, I could whittle it down to two things, either insecurity <laughs> or impatience, uh, which are two very, not very respectable qualities. Like, here, let me explain myself. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Insecurity, because they think, you know what? I'm a big man. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to prove myself that I don't have to listen to the law. So I'm going to cross the street whenever I want. <laughs> you know, I'm awesome. Right. Okay. Or two, I mean, impatience is pretty self-explanatory, right? Yeah. Do do you do you think there's some truth in my anal- my analysis here? Uh, partially, but either that or maybe it's, like me it's, and you jaywalk, right? Yeah. Why do you think we do it? Well, what's the point of having to just walk all the way around to like go? Well, go, not go not only that crossing. though. I mean, not only walking all the way around, but oh, no dis- disobeying the light, right? It, yeah, there's no cars. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but I mean, it, I mean, is it that we're that much of a rush, or is it like no? But you could flip it around. Like, why is there that rule, that law in the first place? Just because some people are like, like, can get hurt if you cross the road without uh, not a light. Yeah, I mean, that, that's like say like, why does drunk driving happen? Not, it, it, it's not guaranteed that if someone drink drives, yeah, but why do an accident, but, but why do I have to suffer because someone doesn't know how to cross the road? <laughs> well, I think a lot of people might say, well, "Why do I have to? Whatever, if I can't, if I can drink, drive, whatever." <laughs> that's I don't think that's the same thing. Okay, okay. <laughs> Welcome to episode thirty-three of the ETC podcast, your one-stop pod for entertainment, technology, and cars. My name is Casey Lee, and sitting behind me, as always, is Aaron Snagger. That's right. Episode thirty-three of our double fat season three finale right. for this wonderful July twenty-seventh, right. two thousand nine. It's it's. Been a long time since we've done a double fat episode. Yeah, and there's been a lot. I, of... Uh, I fear this might be a skim fat, <laughs> skim, skim, skim skim double fat. But we'll get through it. Well, I, here's the problem, right? I think th- there's been a lot of talk among the staff at the ETC podcast <laughs> about you know how good double fat episodes really are, and yeah. by the staff, I mean me and you. Yeah, and how I kind of like the double fats, but you think that the non double fats are kind of uh, you know they have got a lot more substance to them, and I, I kind of agree with that too. Right. But this episode is a list episode. It's one of our specials again. Yes. Um, so that kind of stuff requires double fat as, yes, as it so is. It'll be and, long and drawn out. And uh... <laughs> and again, it is, it is our season three finale. Um, so right. we're going to be on hi- hiatus for a while. So we want to leave the fans with, you know, some two episodes rather than just <laughs> one, you know. Um, big thanks to Max, who actually posted on our comment section hoping to win some CD. He's a friend of mine, and he's been keeping it up. Nice, nice. So, anyways. Okay, let's start with the news. I got some uh, couple Blu-ray mentions here. Um, Wallace and Gromit, probably the greatest cartoon shorts um, of all time, I'd have to yep. say. Uh, Oscar winning. If you haven't checked them out, they've got a Blu-ray coming out on September 22nd nice. with all four short films. Now, Sweet. I'm not misquoted there. There are actually four now. I didn't <laughs> even realize this. What? They came out with a fourth one, actually, recently. Like they are, huh. they always had a close shave, um, the wrong trousers, and um, a grand day out. Yeah, and then very recently they did a fourth one called "The Matter of Loaf and Death." And uh, <laughs> well, it's kind of cool. I, I don't know if people know, don't know this out there, but what happened was um, after uh, they made, I believe it was um, "Curse of the Were Rabbit," which was their, um, yeah. you know, their feature film. It's so sad. Yeah, their their whole studio burnt down, right? And they lost all their claymated. Clay, claymated toys or whatever, not toys, figures uh, <laughs> that they used to make all these films, right? 
And the sucky thing is, I think right after that, they made a computer animated film, which failed miserably because um, it didn't have that charm of the claymation that they did, right? But I believe yeah. the latest one, A Matter of Love and Death, is actually Black to the Claymation uh, classic. So I'm I'm expecting good things. So September 22nd, that comes out on Blu-ray. Uh, all four of the short films, not not including the Curse of the Were-Rabbit, <laughs> which is kind of a disappointment. Yeah. Uh, and Star Trek, uh, the summer blockbuster, yes. uh, is coming on Blu-ray November 17th. So that should be a good one. Cool. Well, uh, I guess the reason we're one of the reasons we're ending the season where we are is because I'm gone to the other side of the world. Aaron's leaving Australia. Like yeah. How cool would what? it be if we actually had the technology to do a cross continental podcast? That would podcast? be cool. I'm sure the technology is out there. But we're just too lazy to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, I was uh, reading this little little news item here apparently they uh they made the lo- world's longest golf course in australia or they're they're making i don't know if it's like open yet but i think it's uh, in progress okay okay uh it stretches over 1200 kilometers <laughs> 1200 kilometers yeah golf so, course yeah holy so, crap <laughs> 18 holes so basically what it is is uh like on one what's part- the part is it like a regular par yeah yeah it's not the like you don't 1200 kilometers you don't you don't play across 1200 kilometers what what happens is uh, in you know one one part of the southern one of the southern states, I think. Yeah. They have the golf course based around various towns along this main highway. Right. So what it is is like you start in one town, and that one town has one golf golf hole like hole. Oh, uh, okay. And then you you go to the uh, next. That's town. kind of cheating though. So it doesn't really. Yeah. No, but it's it technically is the same golf course, right? Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of cool. It's like a mixture of uh, you know you play golf and then you like drive somewhere. It's like sightseeing. Right. Right. At right. the same time, so I think it's a pretty cool idea. And one of the holes is at like some remote sheep farm. Okay. So it's like you had to drive to all the eighteen holes, I guess. And, right. Uh, yeah. So twelve hundred kilometers. Now, I didn't. I didn't realize this, but I actually have some Australia news too. Well, cool. I mean, obviously, I realized it, but I didn't. I didn't like think that we're going to theme this after you're leaving to Australia. I didn't didn't think you had that kind of importance on the ETC podcast. Yeah. You know, only being the one of two parts to this podcast. <laughs> um. So apparently, there's some town in Australia, or some village, or town, or city, or I don't know, county, or whatever. Um, that they've uh, su- uh, some guy successfully banned uh, water bottles there. Or sorry, I shouldn't Ooh. say that. Bottled water. Okay. Not water bottles. <laughs> um. So there's this guy who started a petition and he just started like, you know, doing his you know little spiel about how bottled water is really ridiculous and it doesn't make any sense, right? Yeah. Now here's what I really love about what this guy did, right? Because to me, there's always two sides to every story, right? And that's why I've never been a fan of extremists. I think that's why most people are not a fan of extremists, <laughs> right? Like, what have become a feminist, uh, environmentalist, uh, chauvinist, or whateverist, right? There's always yeah. an issue with um, people who who protest these things that they're very one-sided and one-way thinking, right? That it's all yeah. bad, it's all good, or whatever, right? Black and white. Exactly. Now, what this guy did, I, I, I should know his name. I have no idea what, <laughs> where this place is, but he, he realized that there is, you know, um, there is advantages to bottled water. Like, for example, when you go to the movie theater, or if you go to yeah. a restaurant, right, or something like that, and all they serve is bottled water, right? Yeah. Um, and you don't want to buy a Coke or a juice or something like that. You just want to eat healthy, right, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of stuck, right? And all you have is bottled water, right? So part of his solution um, in banning bottled water was setting up all these create like a lot of water stations, so that okay. people would still have access to drinking water. That's a, that's an awesome right? idea. Which is yeah, exactly. Because when I heard that, I was like, this is exactly the way. Like when people attack these things, I think what they need to realize is that when they take away something, they need to make 
they need to make life for other people continue as normal yeah. for it to be successful. Otherwise, people are just gonna you know like shoo it away and say this is a terrible idea, right? Yeah. Like there has to be a change in the like. It's like remember those parking things we were talking, the speed bumps we were talking about. How people when they drive over it generates energy or like dance yeah. floors. Yeah. Like those kind of ideas to me are like are really good because yeah. it doesn't change the way people do things. Yeah, exactly. But we get a benefit out of it, right? It's yeah. just like a better way of doing things. So when you're over there in Australia, maybe you can go find this town and 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 sure. drink their water or whatever. Okay. <laughs> uh, Google Latitude. Yes. We should talk about this. Yes. And the ramifications for society. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I guess we should. Should we explain this? Like <laughs> what it is? It's and uh, it's arrived on the iPhone. Yeah, finally. it's been it's been around like for a while for actually, a while now on, on other mobile devices. Yeah. And uh, well, you don't even really need a mobile device um, to see to use it. No, no. You need a mobile device to make it you know useful. Yeah, exactly. But basically, Google, uh, in their you know genius, they uh, developed this application for mobile devices, cell phones, other things like that. If you have any sort of uh, way to get the location on your mobile device. So let's say if you have GPS or if you, you even cell phones can get location data just by seeing where their cell towers, what, right? Yeah, yeah, where where they are in the city. Which I've heard is what Black, uh, BlackBerry's main. That, that's how they ma- do it mainly, actually. Okay, and also which which I think explains the discrepancy in my location last Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue, continue. Um, yeah, so so basically, it, it can tell you tell where you are, and it'll put you on a map. You know, Google Map, it'll, it'll say, okay, this is where you are. Yep. So now, you know, to expand on that, you can add friends. And uh, when you add a friend and they accept, you can see where they are and they can see where you are on the map. So you exactly. log in. So it's basically very, you know, heavy, heavy, heavy overtones of Big Brother kind of <laughs> monitoring where everybody is. Well, right? yeah, but it's it's only between, I guess, you, yourself and whoever else you deem. Yes. You deem. So, I mean, it's it, it's it's pretty cool that they can do this. Like, I, I it's, think- it's impressive. But... Um, like you know, I was just I was watching. I guess they have like an ad, a little video on displaying, like talking about the usefulness of it. Yeah, the some of the stuff. Thing. Some of the stuff is cool. I mean, you know, they say stuff like uh, you can you can see where your friends are, and you can meet up with them, right? Yeah, so yeah, if yeah. you're if you're in a city or whatever, a big city, yeah, and you happen to have a lot of friends and you don't know where they are, yes, yes, uh, you can't just call them, yeah, yeah, uh, exactly, <laughs> or text message them, yeah. Uh, you can see on your phone where they are, and then you can surprise them whether they want you to do that or not well yeah okay. um and other there's another example i guess where it's you can i guess if you have like uh you know if you have family members you can and then they're like traveling you can see where they are or make sure they're getting there safely and, that, all, and all that stuff that's so. the the in my opinion that's the only great use for it and it is a great use I, i'm not gonna yeah totally that, okay? that, yeah. that's definitely a great use now here's my issue with it okay I'm not against latitude as a whole. I, I do yeah. know that there's this permission handling thing. Here's my issue, okay? If it gets to the states, state like Facebook, right, where adding people becomes kind of routine in your day that you don't even think about adding people anymore, <laughs> then it becomes an issue. Case in point, the other night, right? Yeah. I've told you the story already. I posted this thing on Facebook, kind of innocently, like, I'm going out to the bar. Who wants to join me? <laughs> and then certain people that I didn't want to know about it responded, and I'm like, oh, uh, now I'm <laughs> stuck, right? I, I didn't want those people to know about it. I only wanted these certain people to know about it, right? Yeah. And, but, well, yeah, but it, it's up to you to, to filter out who, who you you know add on your yeah, like, yeah. friends here, list. Here's the thing, though. I think because it's kind of this encompassing, like you add a friend, then they know your location uh, forever unless you block them. for a, Like it's it's kind of an active 
duty to block rather than to reveal, right? Yeah. And I think it should be the other way around. And I think it should almost be like a almost like a uh, postal tracking service or or like a um, flight tracking uh, service, right? Right. Where it's like because the thing is, again, I, I think this whole um, knowing where somebody's traveling to is very useful, right? Because people are yeah. always calling, like, "Are you here yet? Are you here? Are you safe? Are you are you there safe or yeah. whatever?" Right? And that that I think is generally a great thing about it. But I think the way it should be initiated is almost like a transaction base where you're like. Okay, I'm gonna travel. I'm gonna to drive to Toronto now, and I'm gonna send this tracking information to a specific friend and just to that person. Yeah. Right. So every time you want to be tracked, it's almost like you set this thing up for another person. They can view it, and then once you're done, it's done. It's not. That'd be cool. Right? That'd be cool. If, yeah. Like selective. If you could, they need to add that. Maybe. Maybe it is there for. I've only used it on the iPhone, so yeah. maybe it is there for the other devices. But yeah. it'd be cool if you could uh, set up groups. You know. Yeah. Groups or something, or for a specific trip, so that it's constantly updating, but only that certain group will, well, I, will see I, it. I guess the the thing that's a little bit different from the iPhone and the BlackBerry, right, is that the iPhone version of it, right, it requires you to to log in on the Safari site for it to register your location. Yeah, right? which is getting bad. Yeah, it's, no, but I, I, yeah. that kind of is leaning towards uh, the solution of tracking packages, which I like, right? Yeah. The problem with the BlackBerry version is that the BlackBerry version, as soon as you log in, it runs as a background process and then consist it constantly tracks you until you decide to sign out. Well, you can you can change it. Like you can you can change it so that it only tracks whenever you update. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you, you're right. Like, that's yeah. I feel like it should be a very active thing where the user says, "Okay, send this information to this specific person for yeah. this amount of time or whatever," and then that way. I don't know. I just I just find that being a lot more yeah. easy to keep. Private, well, because right? the things that are actually useful for it. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, like let's say I'm somewhere random. Uh, you know, I go to a party. Yeah. And somebody's like, "Where are you?" And like, "At party, you come." And it's like, uh, "How do you get there?" I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like looking up on Google Attitude. You can get directions, and because you know, I can't. Yeah, like that. that just again, give you the address. Yeah. Well, that again, I, I see it as okay. You want to come here? I'll send you this information. Exactly. Yeah. Versus, I'm just always on, and I have to it's explicitly like, say I'm off now, right? So. <laughs> Anyways, Google Attitude, yeah. it's up for discussion. We're debating usefulness, but if you any, it, it is cool, I yeah. guess. There's it, novelty to I it. I think it's a cool cool technology and a cool proof of concept. I think yeah. they need to, to to not adopt the MSN Facebook kind of model for it to work. So yeah. um, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about Latitude, about anything on this podcast, <laughs> email us at podcast.etc at gmail.com or post on our uh, comment section on the etcpodcast.blogspot.com. Okay, when we started this podcast way back in, when was it, March or April of 2008? Something like that. It was that. last year, right? It's been almost, it's been a year and a bit now, right? Yeah. Now, one of the things we did when we got, when we started was we were, we were trying to promote ourselves out there. And the thing is, we were trying to kind of have this artist helping artists uh, motive where we were kind of promoting, you know, smaller artists, right? Yeah. We quickly sold out <laughs> because we got in touch with huge artists out there, and and we were That's so excited right. to play, yeah. play that music that we we started forgetting about well, the, the well, little guy, right? No, they're not like I mean, they're not massive. Or, That's or, true. That's true. That's true. Or you know, top top fifty, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in any means, but we, means, we didn't but. we didn't really get any like say local artists anymore, or, or <laughs> you know, bands just kind of starting out. Yeah, it's all changing today. That's right. Alyssa Munoretto. Is a good friend of ours who we met, or I don't know when you met her, but I met her um, a <laughs> year or so ago. She started playing open mics uh, at Humphreys on Bank Street in Ottawa, and she started blowing our minds with her prolific songwriting of catchy tunes. It's like, amazing mm-hmm. how many catchy tunes this girl writes, and it's it's just, you know, you find yourself singing them after you hear her play them. She's a very talented singer, very talented singer-songwriter. Um, we have been lucky enough to get a hold of one of her first kind of professional recordings. Now... Mark my words, 
if this recording gets out to the radios or something, okay, the radios, yeah. the radio stations is what I mean, the radios, radio wave. She's gonna get huge. Yeah, and we are gonna be the first broadcast right. of her song, etc. You heard it here yes. first, July twenty seventh, two thousand nine. Right. Don't forget it. This is a song called "My Songs" by the Simunaretto. That was Ottawa-based Alyssa Munaretto with her song, You Only Like My Songs. Good friend of ours. And again, 
she's gonna be big. I tell you, yeah. you heard it here first on the DCC podcast. That could that could ship straight to radio. I'm right telling now. you, like like Put the songs there. she writes are so damn catchy and so good that I'm I only foresee good things for her. So yes. thank you, Alyssa, for giving us the privilege to play that on our podcast first and foremost. And you know, we we can actually say we're debuting this, right? Yeah, Which is very exactly. cool. So big thanks, Alyssa. If you yep. want to catch any of her concerts, she plays weekly uh, Tuesday nights at Humphreys on Bank Street, 683 Bank Street in Ottawa, Ontario. If you're in town, go check her out. And she actually plays here and there around town too. So yep. uh, she has a MySpace site. We'll be sure to post that on our website. Um, Yes. Now, unfortunately, <laughs> she she doesn't have a full album right now, so we can't uh, give away the album. Um, but we'll we'll if we get these comments, we'll give something out. Today. That's right. Maybe we'll give a gift card, uh, and and we'll figure something out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, moving on. Yes. Uh, Chevrolet is, yeah. is not doing so hot, right? No. But one of the coolest cars <laughs> they've released recently is what? The Corvette. Well, that's always <laughs> been cool, but I mean, recently. I was like, recently, what? Um, yeah. recently, the oh, the Volt. Nah, no, the Camaro. Not so much. Ah, yes, the new Camaro. It's well, pretty sweet, right? Oh yeah, the new Camaro. Yes, the new Camaro is very nice. Yes. Right? What What do you think people's main issue with it is, though? People have issue with it. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody. They can't, oh, they can't buy the the exact one from Transformers. Exactly. Yes. Are, are, you, are you serious? They've released a Transformers edition oh, version of the camera. Snap. Now here's what sucks about it. It's actually not that great. So <laughs> basically all it is is a five thousand dollar package that you can buy. Okay. That basically puts a lot of little Transformer logos around the car and inside the car. That's all it is. Right. It's pretty cool. Does car talk admit, to you? Does car talk to you? No, it's damn all, it. And you know, it's not even souped up in any way. All it is is just this, these little Transformers badges all around the 5, car. Five thousand. I must admit it's... What am I paying five? What are we paying? I, I think it's 5000 I can't remember. I remember being a pretty high price. But now, in all in all honesty, most car options are ridiculous anyways in terms of price. Right. So all things considered, it's not that crazy. But but they, it's got to come with more than just like decorative stuff. No, it is. It's all it is. Oh, it's all no. cosmetic. Now, That's terrible. Again, the, th- the thing I hate about it is not so much that it costs that much. What yeah. I hate is that they could have done so much more with it, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know what. Obviously, <laughs> you're not going to make a transform or anything like that. Uh, but. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so that's that's. I want to see cool. who buys this. I bet you a lot of people will, man. Yeah, you'll a see these driving around. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess. Well, we're talking about cars. Yes, they've finally done it. All they've right. uh, they're gonna make a car that has its own iPhone app. Nice. <laughs> what do you mean that has its own iPhone app? Okay, well, okay, it's it's well, it's, I guess it's it's still a prototype, but Nissan. Ah, oh, I just you know I read this. Yeah. Like like two hours ago. Two okay. Or like, cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you already know what I'm gonna yes, say. Yes. Uh, Nissan, I guess, has this prototype electric car. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's a hybrid or what, but anyway, it's an electric car, and you know, it's got all this fancy, uh, fancy display systems and stuff to tell you know the status of the battery and and all this and to, to monitor the battery and everything. Uh, but now apparently they're gonna make an app for it for mobile devices. They said iPhone, but maybe yes. it's for any mobile yeah. device. That will let you actually see the status of your car. Yeah, the EV, it measures the EVs or something. Like that, yeah, right? like anywhere you are. Uh, I I might it might do a few other things too, but uh, yeah, this uh, this is the first, I guess, right? Oh, so <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, it's time for our weekly, our new weekly feature, which is our uh, iPhone app. What would you choose? And apparently, one of our listeners actually kind of likes this section. Okay, Lee Gardner actually. Yes. Oh, we usually don't say our full full first Uh-oh. name and last name. But now they're going to find them. Okay, Sorry Aaron, about that. Aaron, the categories are love, life events, special powers, animals, careers, disgusting, 
Food, <laughs> music, or travel? Hmm. I know which one you should pick considering why we're ending the series. But we got... Are we Are we doing this twice? No. Oh, maybe. <laughs> uh, is that a yes or no? We'll see. We'll see how, we'll see how it goes. Okay. Well, I might as well pick it now. Right. Just in case. Travel, I Travel guess. Travel it Let's is. See what, okay, here see we what go. it says. Here we go. What would you choose? One, be powered by gas, but live with global warming. How does it... Wa- wait, wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. Do we travel? Yeah, yeah. Travel? I don't know. Okay, continue. Two. Okay. Be powered by solar and work half the day. What? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, wait, wait. wait. I'm, I'm assuming what this means is you personally what? are powered by gas, but you have to live with global warming. Why am I powered by gas? Or you're powered by solar and only function half the day. But, but don't we only function half the day nowadays anyways? Okay, what? Okay, so I'm powered. Why am I powered? We're I not talking about like how you you always complicate We're not, we're not like what type what mode of transportation are we talking about? No, no, here? no, no, no. You personally. Me, but how does this I didn't have anything to do with travel? Yeah, it's so true. But whatever. <laughs> Gas, but so does that mean that I can't do anything the rest of the day? Yes, I I, I think that's what it means. So that means I'll live half as long? Uh no, no I'll no, no. I'll sleep twice as much. Yes. <laughs> Well, I don't know though. I don't know if that includes your rest though. Like I think Yeah. Uh it means like you're you're only living half the day, basically. Right. Uh I'm gonna have to go with the first one. <laughs> I, I value my my living your living time. Living time. <laughs> yeah. All right, there you have it, ladies and uh, gentlemen. Aaron gonna, Anchor is fix? a supporter of gonna... of uh global warming. No, well and you know, <laughs> if they could find a way to make me not function just for just half a day with solar power. Then, then well, it's an interesting discussion, though, right? Because if we're talking about like global warming and how it may cut our lives short, anyways, I mean, what? I mean, they may that's the oh, same. Are they? Are right? they implying? I see. They're implying. That still you? has nothing to do with travel. No, they're, no, they're, they're, really they're implying that if we really need to at this point to yes. switch over to non-emissions causing energy sources, yes, that we can't operate like we do now. Yes. Ah, interesting. That's right. I'm not gonna pick one because we have no time. <laughs> Okay. Okay. It's it's come to that time. Uh, it's time to start our special v- of the episode. Uh, every now and then, if you're a regular ETC podcast listener, you'll know that we st- we have list episodes, and they seem to go over pretty well. They seem to be very exciting episodes, and we have this double fat season finale. We decided to end it off with a um, another list episode. Now it yes. took us a little while to come up with what the list was going to be. I mean, in the past, what have we done? Top five things ever. We've done top five. I can't even remember now. Scary things. We did top five <laughs> scary things for the Halloween episode one time. Yeah. Um, but this time, we decided that in lieu of the economic recession and how all everybody's talking about the economic recession, we decided to do kind of a public service <laughs> Oh, it's going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> and what it is, it's going to be a list of things you can buy with very little money. And what we're going to do is we're going to have one item for between $100 and $80, between 80 and 60, 60 and 40, 40 and 20, 20 and 0 dollars. Yeah. And I must admit this was a hard ass yeah. list to come up with. Yeah, it was. I couldn't think of things that like the point is that we these are Canadian dollars and we decided to include the tax and the thing is we didn't really want to do things we where did. Sure. <laughs> we didn't really want to do things where it's like, okay, you can buy a key for your Mercedes. Well, you know, like <laughs> you need your Mercedes to, you know, That's things like stupid. that, right? Yeah. You, it's like, 
it, it's got to be things that are kind of universally accessible. I, I'd say right. a couple things on my list aren't really universally accessible. But again, it is an ETC podcast. Yeah. So it has to do with a little bit of things like that. So let's just get started. Top five yes. things you can buy. Not top five things. Just five yeah. things you can buy for under 100, under 80, under 60, under 40, under $20. We're going to start with the most expensive because what? as a public service or- announcement... The most shocking should be the twenty dollar and under, right? Because it's like, oh, you only have twenty dollars, you can do that. That's awesome, uh, right? Okay, sure. So we're gonna start <laughs> with the eighty dollar to hundred dollar category. And Aaron, what is your pick for the eighty dollar to hundred dollar? Uh, and I'll tell you I, this before we start. Yeah, this was the hardest category for me. Was the eighty okay. to hundred dollar? Well, it wasn't that hard for me because I didn't I didn't consider the tax thing. And mine really. <laughs> well, see, this is my, the thing. The tax thing. Put me right over the top for a lot of really cool things that could have been in this category. It might really break some some rules that we mentioned about like. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, in all honesty, you didn't pick the iPhone, not, did you? Yeah, yeah, I did. Did you seriously? I was gonna pick that, but it's like ninety nine dollars. One, yeah. plus tax is over hundred dollars. Okay. Two, you have to sign a three year contract. Yeah, I know it's really bad. <laughs> fail. Yeah, I know. First thing on the list. That was yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's like ninety nine dollars. I'm like. Nothing is nothing is worth ninety nine dollars okay, more. We should to we, me we than should have iPhone. those honor, we should have those honorable mentions those and I agree the ninety nine dollar iPhone is quite a steal and that yes. is in Canadian dollars and U S dollars. That's right. So, and I must admit it's a very good buy. And even though it's not the three yeah. GS, I mean the three GS only has very limited functionality that's better than the th- original three G. You should definitely not get one if you actually are trying to figure out how to best spend your hundred dollars. No, but see here's the point of this list though. In my opinion, it's yeah. kind of things like. That you can kind of indulge, you know, and kind of like treat yourself yeah. with a little bit of money. Right? That's true. And, you know, I'm not like if you ha- if you have to have a cell phone anyways, you yeah. know, it's not that much more than a normal cell phone. Exactly. That's the way I see it. Exactly. So. And it's quite, you know, and it's totally worth it. It's, it's an amazing phone. I still love yeah. mine today, right? If you think about it, right? If yeah. you, it, it's like, even if you don't even use it as a phone, yeah. regardless of the phone aspect, um, like it's it's a music it's a great music it's device. A great music device. And honestly, it's, you can't get a music device like that for any cheaper. I know than that. Yeah. I mean, okay, it's great. Sure, internet. you have to factor in the fact that you're paying like into a contract. But, yeah, yeah. But no, but I, yeah. I agree. It's an honorable mention. But yes, theoretically, it doesn't not, fit it's in bad. the rest. Okay, my pick again because I was very hard pressed for this, and this is the worst. This is so stupid. What I'm about yeah. to mention. Okay, I agree. The iPhone should be up there. I was I, I was gonna mention a ninety four dollar mouse. <laughs> the mouse is like it's such a great mouse, right? Um, yeah. That- <laughs> I ended up going with something that actually truly is under hundred dollars after tax, and it's sort of a public service thing too, actually. And it's the Sony MDR V three hundred headphones. They're a great pair of headphones, ah. and the thing that I really want to mention about these headphones is that they're the first headphones I bought after hearing the report about earbud earphones. Okay. And the thing is about earbud earphones is that they damage your ears quite a bit more than headphones do because yeah. to to cancel out noise that you would hear on the street or whatever, you turn up the volume way higher. Yeah. And what you don't realize is that that's not actually blocking out the other noise. It's just adding to the other noise and killing your ears. They don't sound that great either. That's the other thing, right? <laughs> is that when I bought these headphones, I put them on, I realized how much better headphones are than earphones. Yep. Like you get so much more bass, you get such a fuller sound, and it's really, really great buy. So here's the thing. If you own earbuds... Do yourself a favor and pick these up. Sony MDR V300. They're the best, I think, headphones in that kind of price range. And like the best kind of value for your money. I bought. I ended up buying some cheaper versions of these, which were like $60 some dollars. And, yeah. and actually, I noticed the difference in sound. They're yeah. really not as good as these ones. They're, cool. they're these, and they're lightweight. And they're not those big ass heavy, 
you know, huge ass over your ear kind of headphones. Yeah. They're nice and compact. And they're actually the cheaper ones that I'm talking about. I'm actually using to record this podcast right now. So. Right. Okay. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back after the break. And yes, that was a new jingle. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys listened to the past podcast, but the original jingle of the ETC podcast was actually based on a song, a couple songs that I did for a film called Protocols of Ion. And though I did a whole whack of cuts and I put That's that right. in the archive. So True fan would know that. Welcome back to episode 33 <laughs> of the ETC podcast. It was wonderful. July 27th, uh, 2009. We are in the middle of our economic list. That's right. Of uh, things you should buy with money. Um, to just kind of treat yourself. <laughs> if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, be sure to email us at podcast.etc at gmail.com or post on our comment section of the etcpodcast.blogspot.com. Okay, number four. Yes. This is between uh, $60 and $80. Yeah. Did you factor in tax? No. Nah. <laughs> okay. Screw tax. Approximate prices. Hey, we yeah, we, we yeah, I didn't mention the price, by the way, of those headphones. After tax, those headphones end up being 85 bucks. So Canadian. Nice. And that's not even on sale. It's brand new. So yeah. Very cool. All right. Okay, uh, this might sound a little surprising. Okay, and but this is this good. This is good. This is the because whole part. People, of this are, people will be like, "What? Yes, okay. seriously? Sixty to eighty dollars. So sixty to eighty dollars. You should buy a plane ticket somewhere, nice. or, or a train, like or this. a train ticket. This is kind of ridiculous now. So uh, I guess, I guess the transportation companies are feeling the crunch too. Yes, you know. So this is this is good for you though. Because apparently now there's Me like specifically or the listeners? No, not you. Okay. So I don't know who I'm talking to. Okay. Someone who wants to fly somewhere not too far. Yes, yes, yes. So uh so yeah, there's some crazy deals on for trains and planes, especially uh, you know, domestically in the same province or um, you know, the further out you obviously sixty eight dollars won't get you anywhere. Yes, yes. But you can actually fly for that much to like uh Toronto, uh from Ottawa. Okay. Or okay. or to Montreal. Yeah. There's these deals going on. When there's uh one day they had Flights for nine dollars. Nice. Of course, you have to add, you know, taxes and everything. But it ends up being still like sixty dollars, sixty something dollars after all the airplane taxes and all that. Stuff? After everything, yeah. Wow, that's like very a round good, trip right? was like a hundred and twenty. This is actually good stuff you're giving here. Exactly. <laughs> so you got to watch out for these deals. Like it doesn't happen all the time, but yeah. in general, things are coming down. Right. And right now, via rail, there's a big strike. Yep. So apparently, because of that, they feel it necessary to give sixty percent off every single train booking that you do right now. Between, nice. I think it's like this week. Yes. Or something it's, it's it's within within the next few days, so it's not really helpful if you don't listen to this and <laughs> within the next few days. But sixty yeah. percent uh, off, so that means uh, you could probably go somewhere decent for sixty to eighty dollars. That's good. So like that. uh, that's yeah, that's my pick. That's a great pick, Aaron. I gotta say, sixty eighty dollars. You can because honestly, like, let's say you're bored, like one weekend. Yeah, just go fly somewhere. That would be like, pretty amazing, you know? actually. Yeah, yeah, you don't. You know, it's like now. Hold on, hold on. Is, that, <laughs> is, is this one way or return? Uh well I mean it's it'll just be <laughs> twice as much for return right yeah so. so that kind of pushes you yeah well whatever it's you'll figure out a way back okay I'll, I'll give you that one I'll give you that one <laughs> yeah okay here's my sixty dollar eighty dollar pick the second generation not the third not the current generation that's out right now <laughs> the second generation two gig iPod shuffle now here's uh, why here's why okay? yes first of all because it's the last generation you can get it now with tax for seventy nine dollars. But people might be like, well, it's this old one. It's the second generation one. I don't want third generation one. The third generation one is getting terrible reviews. Yeah. The fact that Piece it, of crap. The fact that it doesn't have uh, <laughs> uh, doesn't have physical controls yeah. and the fact that it's actually bigger, they're saying it's become an issue. When you have four gigs of music and you don't have physical controls, it says it's really a big hassle to use. Yeah. So people are saying the 
second generation one is actually the better one to get. Yeah. Now the iPod Shuffle um, is a great music player. I uh, I have one. Yeah, and, and it's the only iPod you had before the iPhone. Came yeah, out, I love right? it. And it's great for gym. It's a flash-based memory one, yeah. like the Nano, so it doesn't like very like yeah. no moving parts, so it lasts forever. Two gigs is a lot of music you can hold on it. Yeah, I mean, especially great. if you're only using it for you know like. You don't necessarily use it for anything like storing your library, right? Yeah. It's, it's for listening to music, which is great because it just, it's like a very pure device. Like, Th- you don't have to worry about organizing your library. Just throw a whole bunch of songs on there you like. Exactly. And usually, because, you know, two gigs is still enough, but usually at that point, it's like you're not really skipping over that many songs. I don't find myself skipping over songs. Because no, exactly. I'm not putting on. You're very selective. Yeah, exactly. On, right? yeah. I think the thing about the, the shuffle, too, is that. Um, for if, for people who don't have an iPod up till now, right, who have been hesitant to buy iPod, the, the Shuffle is a really good way to get into it. Like, like yourself, right, when you got the Shuffle, right? Yeah. It's very cheap. You know, again, $79 including tax. Yeah. And, you know, it, it yeah, it's, it's very easy to use and it's yeah. not crazy complicated like the iPod Touches and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just a great iPod. And again, $79. It, bucks, might, uh, it might even improve your health because maybe you'll be, gym, you'll right? like running, you know, just with, with the music. And like, there's not, there, there's a lot of devices out there, uh, you know, small MP3 players, but I think, there's not too. I can't think of too many other. I haven't seen too many other things that work better than no, iPod Shuffle because it's it's got such a good like clip device and like you if you use it and you 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 exercise you you'll you'll see how how great it is. But there's not a lot of devices yeah. and I never liked any of the devices that like wrap around your arm or no, no, or anything exactly. right. Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. The, yeah it, it's it's great. The thing I like about it too actually uh, is that a lot of people I know actually even if you have an iPod they buy it as a secondary iPod like for yep. specifically for the gym or you know for running or for yeah. you know a car or something you have an auxiliary in your car yeah and because it's so kind of cheap like you're not as worried about it like say like you take a snowboarding all the time yeah right? I don't like, care if I, I drop it or something. I don't know if I'd take my iPhone out snowboarding right yeah. so so there it is iPod shuffle 79 bucks like uh, brand new not even on, sh- on sale that was that was a very good very uh, <laughs> good category that's right? right it's all downhill from here yes okay we're coming to a close on part one of our season three finale of the ETC podcast for July 27th 2009 yes uh, big thanks to Alyssa Munaretto for giving us the yes. song. It's it's real always great when we get the you know first dibs on, on the artist. And again, great things are going to happen for you, Alyssa. I wish you all the best. Um, stay tuned for part two and the rest of the episode list. This has been your one-stop shop for entertainment, technology, and cars. My name is Casey Lee, and sitting behind me, as always, is Aaron Sedanger. See you later. Go fly somewhere. Mm-hmm.